and welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. Harvest Church is based in sunny Durban, South Africa. We are a family of believers who are passionate about Jesus. We really hope this message inspires you today. I want to just bring a little encouragement to us this evening around this moment. And I want to start by asking you a question. Even as you see these presents here, I want to ask you, how many of you love getting gifts? How many of you love receiving presents? I brought these here and they wrapped and I I wanted to give them out to you in the crowd. I can't do it over the screen. So I'm going to ask the production team, is there any of you here that would love a present? It's free. It's great. I've wrapped. Well done, Taylor. You can take that and enjoy it. And I can hear Sean getting really excited as I offer this gift out, but unfortunately this one has nothing in it. This one's a prop. That one's real. You can open it and enjoy it. But this one's just a prop because this is what many of us bring at Christmas. This is what many of us bring to Jesus. And I don't know about you, but if I received a gift like that, I would be frustrated because I love good gifts. I think we all love that. My kids love good gifts so much that they tell me in advance what I should get because I don't think they're fully confident that I know what to pick and how to pick a great gift. But have you ever been in that moment, and you might be having it this morning actually, where, or this evening, where some of you are gathered around and you're given a gift and someone gives it to you and they're watching and you, you think, is this what I think it is? And there's a look of an excitement on their face and then suddenly you fill of anticipation and you, is this? And they look and is, and, and then you just rip it open. And you look and you are beholding a jersey. Not actually a jersey, it's a double XL cardigan. And the first thing out of your mouth is, I I love it. And even as that might have been the first gift of the season, your response is the first lie of the season. And I do want to apologize for those of you who might be getting cardigans. But really, this is what comes out of our mouth. And it's quickly followed by the the question, where did you buy this? which is code for, I want to know where I can take this back and return this gift that I'm not too excited to have. But then when you look at this gift, this cardigan, this jersey, you suddenly realize that your good, kindly family member who brought it for you was so excited that they removed the tags so that you could wear this cats and Christmas hats, knitted and embroidered cardigan right away. Not only that, But they opened their present and they bought themselves one that's exactly the same. You get to twin at Christmas. Now that that sort of gift wouldn't excite me. We like good gifts. But here's the thing. God takes empty boxes. And that might represent some of us today. You know, we might look great on the outside. We, We wrapped in pretty paper. And if you look at us, you wouldn't even realize that on the inside that we feel empty, that we're broken that we may be feeling hopeless and purposeless, that we may be racked with anxiety, that we're feeling that there's no way ahead. Maybe there's a despair that's on the inside of us. But you wouldn't know that. In fact, if I asked you how you're doing, you would say, no, I'm fine. If If we say, well, what are you doing for Christmas? I'm fine. You know, I'm fine. That's just the the response that we give. Because we are so good at not opening up to the brokenness that's really behind the pretty paper that we see on our box. See, this is a prop. There's nothing in it. And that's how some of us feel. We're feeling on the inside, you don't understand 
how broken I am. You don't understand how lost I am. You don't understand. God won't want me. He won't have any use for me. I have nothing. But oh man, God loves working with nothing. He loves to work with nothing. In fact, in the beginning, he stepped out on nothing. He looked at nothing. He spoke to nothing. And out of nothing, he created everything. God loves to work with nothing. Because nothing is the raw material for everything. Actually, it says in Philippians 2 verse 7, it says he made himself nothing so that he could make us something. It's this Latin phrase, ex nihilo, and it means out of nothing, something. And when God's involved, the commentators continue to say, it's something beautiful, something breathtaking, something magnificent. You see, you and I, we love good gifts, but God's okay with broken gifts. God's okay with empty boxes. God's okay with messed up toys and people that are missing pieces in their life that don't have it all together. Why? Because he is holy, but that doesn't distance him from our brokenness. It means that he can bring wholeness into the holes that we are experiencing in our lives. He loves to bring something out of nothing. He specializes in that. So when we feel like this, he says, where we wouldn't want a gift like that, he says, bring it to me. Actually, it says in 1 Peter 5 verse 7, Cast all your cares, cast all your anxiety, all of your worries, all of, all of your burdens, all of your brokenness, all of your sin, all of your pain, all of the stuff that nobody else cares about. Cast it onto me because I care for you. He cares and he's for you. He is for us. He's never going to get a gift from you or me that he's disappointed in, that he looks at and thinks, this is hopeless, I can't do nothing with it. He looks at it and he thinks, I can fix this. Actually, I came over 2,000 years ago and I died and I was resurrected, now seated on the throne so I can work all things to the good. I can turn this into something glorious. You can't give him enough to earn his love but you do get to receive the love that he has given so generously, graciously, and freely because he so loved the world. He so loved you and me. And you and I, we battle with this. We feel, but you don't understand the brokenness that's on the inside of me, the emptiness that's on the inside of me. But that's what Christmas is all about. He meets us where we're at and he loves us as we are. But in that love, There's no social distancing. He draws near because he loves to turn broken things into beautiful works that glorify him and show his grace and his kindness to the individuals he's working with. That's what he loves to do. And I wish I could explain it better how he does that. Maybe the way to do it at Christmas is to speak about a Christmas um, moment where we gather to give gifts. And you know, sometimes they set the exchange the gift exchange in families and they, they want to bring equality and they want to bring a, um, a sense that everyone is getting a, a just gift if I can call it that so they set the price range and have you ever been to one of those exchanges where you came and you didn't spend the right amount you thought you could get away with it and suddenly you get to this exchange and you realize that your gift is nothing like these other gifts that are being opened and you feel you know what I wish I could just sneak up to someone else's gift and change the card on it, put my card on that bigger gift and put my name tag on, their name tag, sorry, on my smaller gift. Have you ever felt like that? 
Have you ever done that? You know, there's this desire that suddenly they'd open this gift that you've suddenly changed the name tag on, and they'd be, wow, I can't believe it. And you could say, hey, you know what? I know that we weren't meant to spend this much, but I, I couldn't help myself. But you see, here's the thing. God has the ability to do exactly that. He has the ability to say, take something that's broken and to exchange it for something beautiful. That's what we see happening even as we celebrate Christmas. That God came from His place to take your place to invite us back to His place. That's the gospel message in a nutshell. And uh, let me explain it a little bit further. Maybe you've been into one of those gift exchange moments and, and I love these where once again you're told you can spend this amount of money and maybe the limit is 100 rand but you go somewhere and you're hugely excited about this gift you're going to get because you would love to receive it. So you spend 350 rand because you've gone to the TiVo outlet shop and there's a 900 lumen torch that's got the auto adjusting zoom that you can change the setting on. It's a magneto torch and it's not even a torch. It, it would demean it to call it that. This is a, a flashlight and you're excited to give this gift and you go to the exchange and someone opens it and you think, oh man, that's amazing. I can't wait to see what I get. And you, you're opening up your gift and everyone's watching you and you open the gift and you get a pair of key ring nail clippers that look pre-loved and kindly pre-worn in for you. And there's something in you which thinks this is not fair. This is not a good exchange. But I love the kind of exchange that God gives. It's not fair, but it's grace. He gives us what we don't deserve. We see it in Isaiah 61. And he says this, He'll give you beauty for ashes. He'll give you joy for mourning. He's going to give you a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness and despair. And I know that some of us watching this evening or morning, whenever you're watching, you might be feeling a bit of despair, just that weightiness there. There's a, a hopelessness and purposeless. And maybe it's because of the year we've been in, which has been hugely random. And there hasn't been much clarity in terms of how it will unfold. And as that, that outworks, there might be an anxiety, there might be fear, there might be concern. Maybe you've lost employment and finances. Maybe you've suffered ill health. Maybe you've lost a loved one or lost purpose and hope. Maybe you don't even know why you feel like you're feeling it, but it's just this, this weight that you're carrying, this burden that's on you and you can't shake it and you can't get rid of it. But here's the beauty. He can. I want to encourage you. Bring him your brokenness. Bring him your pain. Bring him your sorrow. Bring him your heartache. Bring him your unanswered questions and let him love you through it and let him love you back to life. This is why he came. He gave us the gift of his life and we get to come and to present ourselves before him so that he can work gloriously in our situation. This is what we celebrate at Christmas and we're not just talking about a baby but we're talking about the light of the world that shines in the darkness. We're talking about the hope of the world that displaces all hopelessness because he is the God of all hope. And wherever he is present, there is hope. And he is Emmanuel. He is God with us. We have a living hope. We're talking about the Savior of the world that came to redeem, to restore, to show his favor. And actually in his first message, he said, I've come to declare favor 
over you and over me. And I wish I could explain it all. I don't know why he chose to do it as an infant. You know, if it was me, I would have come as a king in all of my regalia. I would have come with impressive force and just uh, an army marching with me. But that's not how Jesus did it. He came as a baby, lower than low, helpless, fragile, and vulnerable. And I want to say sometimes we need to look at Christmas from a different perspective, from the other side of the manger. Imagine the vulnerability that he placed himself in, the all-powerful one coming as a helpless babe, the all-knowing one, the Word, who could only coo and gurgle, the all-present one confining himself to a swaddling cloth. Have you looked from that perspective of the manger? The commentators will tell you it took great courage. And that's what enables him to say, I've been through everything you've been through, everything you're going through, everything that you're concerned about, I've faced. But I've gone to be with the Father and I'm an advocate for you. I'm shouting and cheering you on. I'm standing on your behalf. And when there are things that you're battling with, I look at the Father and say, I was there too. And then I look at you and I can say, I am with you. So I'm able to impart strength and courage to you. That's the beauty of the Christmas message. That's the gift that we get to receive. But what do we do with that? How do we respond? Maybe you in this place right now where you're feeling, I'm in a tough spot. I'm feeling a little bit broken. I don't know the way through this. It's felt a bit hopeless this year. I don't feel like I've got a purpose and there's heartache. I've got nothing to give you. I want to say nothing is enough because he's already given everything. It's the beauty of this gift exchange we've been speaking about. When you feel I've got nothing to give, he receives and gives you everything in return. So I want to encourage you this Christmas as we've spoken about gifts, don't worry about what might be happening inwardly take your life and present it to him and say, Lord, I want you to come and turn what might seem like a broken year into a beautiful display and a trophy of your grace. That's what I'm believing for this Christmas. Won't you pray with me? Lord, I just thank you that we can come to you and we can just celebrate your coming to us. Even as we've said in a moment of social distancing, we know there's no distance from you. You are Emmanuel God with us. I want to thank you that you came from your place. You stood in our place. And now you invite us to, to be with you eternally. And Lord, where we might have not made that commitment to you or where we might have drifted, we want to come and present our lives before you. To present our lives at a gift before the tree of life. And we want to say, won't you have your way? We believe in you and we believe that you can turn all things to the good, as your word says. So won't you come as we're at the end of 2020, on the precipice of 2021, and won't you do what the nativity shows us, just unexpected things can happen dramatically and radically to supernaturally surprise and reveal the goodness of God that declares there is joy for all mankind. Won't you come and work that in us personally and corporately as we just celebrate you today? In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.